I lied to my insulin pump and everything worked out. Today we're going to talk about when you should lie to your pump, what happens if you accidentally lie to your insulin pump, or if you just take the wrong dose of insulin overall, especially if you're on multiple daily injections and more in today's episode. But first, let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so quick story. Yesterday was Halloween, and uh, it was actually Brooklyn's first Halloween, and my 11-month-old daughter, and we had a fantastic time celebrating indoors. <laughs> we actually ended up not even leaving the house, uh, so I guess, to be fair, we didn't really celebrate at all. Uh, we've been talking about costumes for months, like, what's it going to be? What's the best baby costume ever? Uh, and then didn't get one. <laughs> it all came crashing down, but uh, our night was still filled with laughter and joy just chasing her around the house. So it ended up being a blast, uh, not um, the, the standard stereotypical Halloween, but nonetheless, Halloween in general for a lot of diabetics is something to ponder, right? We've got all this candy running around, whether you're a kid in a costume, you're a parent sneaking your kid's candy, or you just take advantage of the sales after Halloween. By the way, if you need some low snacks, go to the stores right now. Like Halloween's over, go check out the sales. <laughs> you got some good deals on candy. But all that aside, I actually have a spooky lesson for you where not too long ago, I completely dosed the incorrect amount of insulin and it all worked out. See, not too long ago, it was like a, a week or two ago, I was going about my lunch having a completely normal afternoon and uh, about two hours after I had dosed my lunch, I went into my phone, I checked my calculator just to make sure I ate everything, right? Uh, and if you're not doing that, by the way, one of the easiest hacks to your diabetes management is to actually calculate your carbs. That way you can avoid the lesson that I had to learn the hard way, which was looking at my calculator and going, oh, oh no, <laughs> I forgot to eat a chunk of my meal. And I was like, well, crap, I got to find the food. I got to go eat it. And I'm like, wait, current blood sugars, 115. So I'm good, <laughs> right? And so I ended up watching my blood sugars pretty closely, making sure that it didn't go down and crash, right? Didn't want to have a low blood sugar experience. Thankfully, the carbs that I had missed out on ended up not totaling to that big of a deal. But you know, five or 10 carbs here, five or 10 carbs there can lead into an unexpected low blood sugar. So you got to keep an eye on those. But all that being said, this is a lesson that I've taught my clients numerous times, and that is the concept of ghost carbs. So in the spirit of Halloween, whether you celebrate it or not, I want you to understand this concept and the power behind it. But before I get into it, I need you to also understand this is not medical advice. What I am giving you as my personal experience could be dangerous if done incorrectly. So I'm not telling you to do this, rather just sharing some experiences that have helped myself and a few of my clients. All right, good. All right. So the idea of ghost carbs, uh, so kindly uh, shown to you by my personal experiences of my mistake that I had made is actually a strategy that I've used in the past and consistently use actually on a pretty regular basis. And that is the idea of telling my insulin pump or my 
smart insulin pen or just my calculator that I'm eating carbs that I'm not actually eating. I call them ghost carbs. And within our, our programs, my clients know this term all too well. Ghost carbs is the idea of telling your pump, your pens, your whatever you're dosing insulin with, that you're eating a certain amount of carbs when you're not actually eating that many. Now, there's a very specific strategy behind this. You're not going to just do this all willy-nilly and, you know, be reckless with it, right? You don't want to just dose a mysterious amount of insulin and fingers crossed, I hope this works. It's a terrible strategy, incredibly dangerous. Do not do that. Now, what ghost carbs are is when you know you're going to need extra insulin, but you don't want to have to add corrections in and get all these things figured out. So instead of uh, just throwing in a random amount of insulin, I look at my exchange system, you know, how many carbs do I need for certain activities and uh, where is the exchange between how much insulin is required versus uh, is it going to cause a low, right? So in certain circumstances, and I can't go into specifics with this because it, it just wouldn't make sense outside of the context of our coaching programs, but with circum certain circumstances, right, I look at if I need extra insulin and it's surrounding a mealtime, I'll plug in an extra five or 10 carbs into my mealtime dose so that I have a little bit of extra insulin circulating around. Now, one of my favorite reasons that we used ghost carbs and not just some random arbitrary number for insulin, you know, oh, 1.5 units, right? The reason we plug it into our pump, or if you're on MDI, the reason you add it to your calculation for the meal is that you now know, hey, if I'm dropping, I know exactly how many carbs to eat to counteract that drop. Right. So if I tell my pump I'm eating 100 carbs and I only eat 90 and that's what I intended to do, what happens if I start to go low? Oh, no, eat the whole kitchen. Ah, but wait, I dosed for an extra 10 carbs in this example that I'm making up. Right. So in that case, I know 10 carbs would balance the equation. Right. So if I'm going low, I can eat those 10 carbs. But what else does it show me? If I don't eat those 10 carbs, right, or in the case where I forgot to eat the extra carbs that I did calculate for, there's something else at play. I needed the extra insulin, clearly, but why? And that's where we can start asking ourselves, okay, if there was extra insulin given and I didn't need it, I stayed in range, what else was missing from this equation? What did I dose for that was necessary, right? And we can go on both sides of the equation here, but before we do, I want you to understand that if you're giving extra insulin and everything works out, it's not just because your body decided to magically heal you of type one diabetes for half of a meal, right? It doesn't work that way. You've probably got something else going on that required insulin or made you more insulin resistant, like a spike in cortisol or high fat meals or a number of other things, dehydration, uh, stress, like plenty of things can lead to a, an extra need for insulin. Now, our need for insulin is going to change day to day and meal to meal. I hope that wasn't too loud. I wanted to add some extra little pizzazz there. Your insulin needs can literally change hour to hour crazy, right? So when you've dosed extra insulin, everything works out. You can't just assume that it was a, a, a fun little mysterious joy for the day where it's like, oh, it all worked out. I'll just dismiss that. No, that's the time for you to dig into the research and figure out why the heck that happened. So if I'm giving ghost carbs, it's oftentimes with intention. So if I have something in my day that's likely to lead to higher blood sugars and I'm heading into a mealtime, maybe I need to give a proactive correction right? Maybe I've got an arrow slanted up on my CGM. I know that 120 is going to turn in to 150, right? So I'll do a quick calculation using the 80-20 blood sugar formula. 
you don't know what that is, just Google it at this point. <laughs> just go Google 80-20 blood sugar formula. Uh, but if I see, okay, 120 slanted up, I calculate it's going to hit 150 in the next 30 minutes. I need to get some extra insulin in my system for that rise, right? And give a proactive correction. I'll just toss some ghost carbs in there, right? Instead of just throwing a random amount of insulin at it, because what happens, worst case scenario, if it doesn't hit that 150, let's say 120 slanted up turns into 115 stable, crap. Well, I just threw a bunch of random insulin at it. So now I got to figure out what happens, right? Wrong. I've got the ghost carbs, which are going to tell me, okay, I dosed five extra, 10 extra, whatever it is. You can pivot, cover it by eating that food, right? And this is why I always carry snacks with me. Like pro tip here. Uh, yes, carry low snacks. Those are fantastic, highly necessary, no matter who you are, always carry low snacks. But I also carry just standard snacks. <laughs> I've got a packet of honey and next to it, I have a protein bar. That way, if I ever need extra carbs, but I don't need like fast acting carbs, like let's say I'm not low yet, but in this situation, maybe I dosed for the 150 that I anticipated and it just, it doesn't go up to 150 and I need the extra carbs that I had dosed for, I'll pop that protein bar out, right? I'm ready for it. So just be prepared, have something in your go bag or your purse, your backpack, your car, your work desk, whatever it is, just have food around, okay? Uh, second tip on that, do check the expiration dates. I had to eat an expired protein bar once and it was not a fun experience. Anyways, back to the ghost carbs. So you can see how there's multiple uses for these, right? If I anticipate blood sugars rising, I'll toss a couple extra quote unquote ghost carbs into the calculation so that there's extra insulin delivered to proactively correct for the rise that I anticipate. Worst case scenario, if it doesn't go to that level, I just reverse engineer how many carbs I have to eat based on what my dose was. Boom, level blood sugars, everything works out. I hope you see the lesson in this one. I wanted to throw a spooky little uh, bonus episode in here because we do actually call them ghost carbs in our programs. We show you how to manipulate blood sugars and have these strategies in place so that when things don't go according to plan, you know, the 120, I, I think it's going to hit 150. Uh oh, now it's 90. We know how to pivot, right? We can always adapt to every situation when the right formula is in place. That's the kind of stuff we teach in our programs and our newsletters and all that fun stuff. So you can see that there's a lot of different uses for the ghost carbs. But the first one I want you to understand is that it allows you to make a plan based off of your anticipated results, the anticipated outcomes of current blood sugars. If you're super stressed out that day, maybe you went high for breakfast and you're like, wow, that sucked. Don't want that to happen again. Maybe you give some ghost carbs or maybe I would. I'm going to rephrase this so it doesn't sound like I'm giving you advice because I'm not, right? <laughs> this is not medical advice. Maybe I would give myself some extra insulin through ghost carbs, right? So that way, if it does go high, I know I've got some extra insulin circulating. If it doesn't go high, though, maybe the stress was all just surrounding breakfast. Well, then I can eat the carbs that I dosed for. Then we, uh, I guess you could call like resurrecting the ghost carbs. <laughs> you know, then you bring them back to life and you eat them. I don't know. We're getting too far into the, the metaphor to the analogy. But you get the idea, right? If you anticipate the rise, you're not 100% sure if you're going to need the extra insulin. Maybe you're not high yet, but you think you might be. That's where you can add in the ghost carbs. Got to have some fun with it. Dang, I keep saying you. Sorry, the coaching is just coming out right now. Uh, this is not medical advice. I would do these things. I use ghost carbs literally probably every day. <laughs> there are so many uses for them. But this is the first one I want you to understand. When the anticipated blood sugars are 
different than the current blood sugar. In other words, if you're not perfectly stable headed into a meal, this is where ghost carbs can come into play, right? Same thing on the other side of the equation. Uh, you can dose less insulin, eat more carbs if you anticipate a drop, right? And there's different ways to kind of manipulate this and play around with it. This one's more tactical. Uh, I wanted to share this story because of the recent experience where I accidentally did the ghost carb thing, right? I took extra insulin and forgot to eat my food and it happened to work out. Got lucky. Uh, but in most circumstances, these ghost carbs, I do calculate into my mealtime dose. These mealtime doses can be adjusted and should be adjusted based on a variety of different variables that are impacting your blood sugars. It's not just food that we're dosing for, friends. We're looking at stress and exercise and sleep and hydration and lasting impacts of different types of foods. And so many things are going to impact your blood sugars. Ghost carbs are one of the many strategies that we teach. And I wanted you to have a little golden nugget, especially because it was Halloween. I know a lot of people were dressing up as ghosts. So now you know about ghost carbs. I hope that one was helpful. Uh, in this month's newsletter, actually, we're gonna be spending some time talking about the algorithms themselves and how you can look at dosing uh, and literally manipulating blood sugars in a different way. A lot of fun that we're gonna have with that. Uh, it's actually shipping out today uh, as this episode goes live. However, I did order 10 extra issues to be printed. So 10 lucky people, first 10 to get there. It's it's real scarcity. Like I'm not going to go print more. So if you want a copy of the newsletter for November, which by the way, is also National Diabetes Awareness Month. So happy NDAM. Super pumped for that because we got some really fun plans for you guys. But if you want to grab the November issue, we're talking specifics on some experiments that I ran recently. Uh, ghost carbs is just kind of one of the examples of the types of experiments and ways that we approach diabetes. It's a new level of thinking that is just unparalleled. So if that interests you getting access to new types of information that you can use to hack your diabetes, manipulate your blood sugars and be able to pivot when blood sugars don't cooperate, you need to go to renegadenewsletter.com right now. Like I said, it's only 10 extra copies. We've got a ton of people already getting the newsletter. So once those are gone, it's done. Now you can join for December if you'd like to, but first 10 are going to get those. Uh, so renegadenewsletter.com. I'll put it on the screen. And before we go, I know we always, I always forget this. I almost forgot it again, but I'm going to pull up my, my proof. All right, here we go. Last week, time and range, 93%. As you see, it's a 4% decrease. So last week was pretty solid. <laughs> it was a 97%, but 93, I will take it. And that's because of strategies like the ghost carbs, where you can actually pivot. So when blood sugars don't cooperate, you can get them right back on track. All right, that's what I want for you guys. So uh, like I said, if you're interested in the newsletter, I know a lot of you already subscribed to it. So I'm stoked to have you here. We got our, our monthly call-in coming up. I'm super excited for that. But if you're new and have not yet signed up for the Renegade Warriors newsletter, it's where all of the updated type one diabetes news is going, new strategies and experiments that I'm running on myself and uh, different strategies that my clients are using, go to renegadenewsletter.com. Check it out, grab one of those last remaining copies, and I'll see you guys in this month's issue. So have a fantastic rest of your week. Do subscribe if you have not yet, and I'll see you later. Keep up the fight.